15 minutes to go. 17-10 Bombers will line up for a field goal here. Nice words from Morgan Gay listening. He said uh, via Twitter, just tuned in to TSN 1050 on iHeartRadio here in Ottawa to listen to the second half of the Argos game. I have to say Mike Hogan Argos and Tay 11 do a stellar job of calling the game. Makes for a great listen. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you. That's very kind. I, I can't wish your Red Blacks a particular <laughs> amount of good luck against Saskatchewan next week, but in two weeks, go get Hamilton. Go get them. Go get them. Go Red Blacks. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks, Morgan. That's really cool. Thank you. Glad you're enjoying, and thank you to everybody who's listening around the world on iHeartRadio or tsn1050.ca. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? We got uh, Mark Leggio from Western coming out for a field goal attempt. Hit his only one. It was a chippy from 15. This one will be from 20. If it was from 21, we could have <laughs> kind of the David Cote vibe going on yeah. here. It's at the other end as the Bombers now going right to left, heading toward the Gardner Expressway. Ball right just inside the left hash mark. Drew Brown is the backup quarterback. He's the holder. See what happens here. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is up. Got it. And the fans go after the football. That's a good souvenir. Oh, two, three, four people had a shot at it. And now they try to figure out who has control of it. 20 to 10 now as the Bombers extend their lead. It's a two-score game once again. See if the Argos can take some of that frustration that they suffered after that last series where Banks had it inside the five, bounced off his hands, turned into an interception. But as uh, the television folks are showing right now, there's been some chirping down on the Argos sideline, so we'll see if they can focus and turn that into good as opposed to evil. See what they can do, putting in play from the 40. Quick hitter, near side, caught. 45-yard line. It'll be good for five yards as it is Phillips once again who has had a busy night here tonight for the Argonauts. Well, Phillips has done a good job being in the right place at the right time, and Cobbeth Thompson is able to be able to find him. Uh, now we got a, a lineman down, unfortunately, for the Argos. Try and get a number here. Don't want to misidentify him. I'd say that's Dejan Allen. Who went down last week, so that's not good news. For Cam Phillips, that's his fourth catch of the night for 34 yards. Guy that needs to get going uh, is DeVaris Daniels. He's got you know, one catch this game for two yards. And What do we talk about on the podcast? Got to get him going early. Early. If, if you get him going early. He was the intended receiver on the pick six. Was he not? He was in the area. Oh, no, not no. the pick six. It was uh, the second one, second interception. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a jump ball to the far side. Right. They were looking for that was Daniels tough. on that one. That was tough because that was a bobble snap or yeah. – and he was just trying to make a play, but yeah. 59. Yeah, it is. It's Dijon Allen. You know, linemen are so tough that, you know, when when they come out the game, you know it's something something really uh, really bad in the moment. How good was he at the University of Hawaii? He was oh, yeah. named the offensive MVP of the team twice. Not the outstanding lineman. The outstanding offensive player as an offensive lineman. Not easy. Twice. No. Oh, yeah, got him. Bombers jumped. It's a freebie. Mack back to pass. Looking, looking. Throws it to the far side. It's tipped a little too high for Phillips, but it was a freebie anyway. He looked about 25 yards downfield. Offside. 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 First down. Winnipeg number three. Five-yard penalty remains second down. 
who will go down in Winnipeg lore for a hit he unloaded against Hamilton in the Grey Cup game in 2019 in Calgary. We were sitting at about the 20-yard line on the far side of the field, and we I could feel that one. <laughs> Ball to the 50-yard line, first down. Four receivers will go to the far side of the field. They'll go that way. They'll set it up for Ambles to midfield. Hurdles a man to the 50-yard line. That'll be a first down. Depending on the spot, doesn't get a favorable one this time. They'll mark it at the 50, and they'll be about a foot shy of the first down, but the Argos can fall forward or give the ball to Harris and potentially get the first down there. McLeod sees something. He's going to change something. And he's just going to give the ball to Harris. He'll go up the middle and get the first down and more down to the 43-yard line. As Harris starts to get close to 100 yards, he's over 80 now. He's cooking. He's, he's been cooking all game. This is his former team. Fans are into it, as you can hear in the background with an Argos chant after Adam Goss, the PA announcer, says first down. Crowd picks it up with the Argos chant. First down to the 43-yard line. Ball on the left hash mark. Three receivers will come. To the far side, actually. The tight end is in and cross. He'll run behind him. Harris spins off one. What a great run for the first down. He had no business getting 12 yards, but that's exactly what he did. And he is fired oh, up. Oh, yeah. He's feeling that one. He was he was supposed to go down in the backfield, but a couple spin moves later, he's in the Winnipeg backfield making something out of nothing. That's what Andrew Harris is known for. When you think he's about to go down, he's got another gear that he can hit. And next thing you know, you're having to make a tackle that you didn't think was going to happen. He may have hit 100 yards on that carry. It's first down. It might be a bit short. We'll let you know after this play. No. Bethel Thompson knocked down at the line of scrimmage. He was trying to hit Olette in the flat. It'll be second down and 10 from the 31. They're in field goal range, obviously, as the wind has really died down. A little bit of a breeze into the face, but the telltales are limp at the south end of the stadium. That's the way the Argos are heading, toward Lake Ontario, moving from right to left from our broadcast location here on the 53-yard line. You're at the 54. I don't know how you got the better spot, <laughs> but you did. Second down and 10 from the 31-yard line, left hash mark. Four receivers now come to the near side. Speedy's isolated up top. Back to pass, Bethel Thompson. He's going to roll to the right, and down he goes at the 35-yard line. Bombers needed a big play on defense, and they got one from one of the bigs in the middle. And that was... Thomas. Oh, it was, no, it was Jeff Coat. Was it not or was it Thomas? It looked like Thomas at first, but when they got up, everybody was showing Jeff Coat. He's, he broke down the pocket and ran him into Thomas. That's what it was. So now out comes Boris Beatty with a chance to, kick, uh, to cut it to a one-score game. It'll be a 42-yard field goal from right in the middle of the field. John Haggerty, the punter, is the holder, and Jake Reinhardt is the long snapper from 42. Snap good, so is the hold. Has the leg, drifting, holds on. Boris Beatty right down Main Street, actually. Didn't drift at all. 42-yarder. It's a one-score game with 10.44 remaining in the fourth quarter, 20-13. to 13. We'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 10.50. Looks like things have settled down on the Argos' sidelines. Offensive line meeting with Chris Sweet, the offensive line coach, the veteran offensive line coach. He's chatting them up. 
Bombers will take over after the field goal at their own 40-yard line. And we'll see what the Argos will do here. Robbie Smith is in on one end with Shane Ray on the other. So Jagarra Davis gets a breather on this series. Oakman is out as well. Fabian Foote is in. So a couple of the guys getting a breather here. Some fresh legs, though, for the Argo defense up front. They're asking for some noise, and they're getting it. Crowd's really into it tonight here at BMO Field. Most of the people on this side are up on their feet here on the upper deck, right in front of our broadcast location. Ball at the 40 on the left hash mark. Bombers in the road whites with gold helmets, gold pants, and blue numbers. Argos all in dark blue except for the baby blue socks. Ground game up the middle. They're going to feed Oliveira, who will take it across the 45 or to the 45. They'll mark it at the 46 for a gain of six. With their formation right now, looks like they want to try and go right at the Argos defense. Oh, yeah, and they're meeting fire with fire because the Argos, they're up for the challenge right now. Each guy to a man is winning their one-on-one matchup on each play. Just, you know, aside from the technique, it's about the physicality each guy's playing with that wasn't shown last week, and this is that's what you love to see in the bounce-back effort. Guys taking the coaching and not wanting to be embarrassed you know, Gener- once again. Janarian Grant comes in. Let's see if they hand the ball off to him. No, they're going to throw it to him as he crosses the defense, and he got filled in. That was Deshaun Amos who came up and laid down the smack at the line of scrimmage. He read it perfectly, and the Bombers are going to have to punt. What a hit. That's the second time Deshaun Amos has read a screen or played in the backfield, defeated blocks. This come this time he comes untouched and doesn't miss. Denarian Grant. Meet the hit stick, Deshaun Amos. Is, are they, is, is Winnipeg tipping it off? When, when Chris Rainey was here in Toronto, yeah, when he came he in, knew. he knew he was getting yeah. the ball. And Janera Grant, the same thing. What do you think he's going to do when he comes in one time, twice a game? He's going to get the ball. See what Legio can do here. He stands at his own 31-yard line. See if 31 can come out in an Argos number, the old general manager's number. 19-yard oh! line, it is dropped. It comes out. Isaiah Wright bobbled it and falls down on it at the 21-yard line. We'll take the timeout. Argos have the ball and need a touchdown to tie with 8.48 left. It's 2013 for the Bombers. You're listening to Argo Radio here on TSN 1050. What do you want to see here on uh, offense as McClaw Bethel Thompson leads the offense back out onto the field after a, a, a near disaster with Isaiah Wright? Bethel Thompson, 20 of 28, 233, one touchdown, two picks. Those two picks coming on the first two series and resulted in 14 points. He's done a much better job after the interceptions, taking care of the football, throwing the ball on time, not taking chances, and playing with tempo. And that's been pretty, uh, that's been pretty very key this second half and getting the Argos back into this game, getting them back into this position. And unfortunately, you know, the ball to Speedy Banks on the goal line, you know, really should have resulted in points. It ends up being an interception, and that's not on him. But he's putting the ball in all the right places. Just continue to play your type of football, and good things will happen. Play with tempo. Play with confidence. Put the ball where it should be. Even, if the, Ar- job even if the Argos get three on that. Yeah. They, they were staring at seven. It would be a little more comfortable. But right now, with 8.48 left, lots of time in this in eternity in the CFL. Three, maybe four more possessions for each team, the way it can go right. in the CFL. Oh, yeah. If the defenses turn it up a notch, but we'll see what 
Bethel Thompson can do here. Do you want to see them get back to the passing game, or do you want a little bit of Andrew Harris here? 18 carries for 96 yards. Oh, they need to stick to the game plan. Oh, they need a two-pronged attack, right, on the ground and, and, and over the top. And Andrew Harris has been he's, he's, he's close to 100 yards. He's been a catalyst for this rushing attack. And stick to the run, running game. You're doing a good job on the ground. And when the de- defense comes up, linebackers cheat in. Just hit them, uh, hit the slants over over their heads. First down, 21-yard line. Argos moving from left to right, trailing by seven with 8:48 remaining. Ball at the 21, left hash mark. Bunch formation near side. They'll break the bunch and run up the middle with Harris, who will get three yards. There was a guy a little bit before you, 2000, 2001, ran for back-to-back thousand yards. Michael Jenkins. Yeah. Michael Jenkins would get hit at the 40-yard line. And then mark it at the forty-four, like he was just—he yeah. was that guy. And yeah. you do go, how did he get from? Like, how did he do that? Right. Same Andrew thing. Harris got hit at the twenty. It's second down and seven from the twenty-three. Yeah, that's so valuable because all those yards are—they add up. They add up. Back to pass, Bethel Thompson. He's going to go over the middle. He's got a man on a crossing route. It's Phillips, and a flag goes down late. And it will be a first down to the forty-five. Add, Is that a late hit? Add fifteen to that. There we go. Add fifteen to the ad. And keep the tempo up. Argos are saying it's against the Bombers. So does Andre Pru. First down. Who has sort of a sore throat like I do. <laughs> but he, we didn't get a number. It was a late hit. Very late, obviously, because they didn't even have Sailors. it on the replay. Yeah. Was it? Casey. Okay, thank you. When all is said and done, the Argos. Steps. Oh, boy. He takes and unloads on McLeod Bethel-Thompson. That's going to get called every single time. The Argos have the ball at the Bombers' 49-yard line, needing a touchdown to tie. Gittens, Ambles, and Peter, or, and uh, Phillips go up top. Speedy Banks on the near side along with Daniels. No. Knocked up in the air and almost picked off. Should have been picked off. Thank God he's a defensive tackle. Oh, boy. Way up in the air, Cam Lawson out of Queens could not hang on as the ball got knocked up at the line of scrimmage. Had considerable hang time, and it went right in and out of the hands of Cam Lawson. Yeah, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers bring two extra guys that aren't accounted for. And when they they teach you on these type of plays, if you can't get to the quarterback, it's going to be a quick drop. Get your hands up. And he lost it like, a, like it was a fair catch in the States. <laughs> Thank God he right plays through defensive the hands. line. Offside. Bombers yep. just jumped. It's a free play for Bethel Thompson over the middle. It is tipped and uh, incomplete. But they shall live to play another day as it looked like the Argos or the uh, Bombers are bringing pressure from the top from depth. And it will be second down and five. They're in field goal range now. It'd be a 51-yard field goal, even though it's into a bit of a breeze. BD can kick that ball through the wind with little doubt from here. 7:23 clock moving. They would love seven right now. Three to the near side with once again Banks and Daniels up top. Harris now goes in motion, picks up the blitz. They've got a crossing man. It is caught for the first down. Devaris Daniels is second catch of the night. Needed to get the big man involved, and the Notre Dame product has the first down. That's a big-time first down. It's helped by the penalty, makes it second and five. Now this five-yarder out, instead of having to catch the ball and run, he, as soon as he catches it, he's already in first down territory, first down to Varus Daniels. Ground attack. Up the middle. Harris has seven more. Yep. 
maybe, eh, where are they going to mark it? Five more, the market at the 32. So he gets halfway to the first down. Clock moving, six and a half left. Stick to the game plan, stick to the ground game. Now go Temple. That's what I'd like to see. They're huddling up right now, but what the time they had the best success is when they went quick. Winnipeg wasn't able to substitute in and out. Caught them off guard. The big men were sucking win. Harris over 100 yards now with 103. Back to pass. Bethel Thompson has some time. Goes to the far corner. It is a diving attempt, but out of the reach of Devaris Daniels as they went back to him. He wouldn't have gotten the feed in anyway. And out comes Boris Beattie for what will be a 39-yard field goal attempt. And it'll cut the lead to four. If you're trying to figure out why, well, you score the touchdown on the next possession, you win instead of tying. So you take the points when you can get them. Jake Reinhardt is the long snapper, the Guelph product. The holder is the Aussie. John Haggerty, he's the punter. He held at Western Kentucky when he was playing in the NCAA, so this is not new to him. And Beatty will try for his third field goal. He's hit from 52 and 42. This is from 39, just inside the left hash mark. He's got it up in the air, and it is good. It's a B-D-3, and it's a four-point lead for the Bombers with 5.51 left. We'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Winnipeg had a 17-0 lead in the second quarter. For most of the second quarter, they were up 17-0 after an early field goal. It's now 20-16 as the Argos have outscored the Bombers 16-3 since then. First place on the line for the Argos. They're only 1-1. One and one. They're the last team to play in week four and had a bye. But the rest of the East, well, they haven't done very well, to be polite. So now we'll see what the Argo defense can dial up here. Do you pressure Zach, or is that going to work against a guy who's seen everything? No, they, they've done a great job of making Zach playing coverage, letting the front four get, get after him, and, you know, letting him get to his third, fourth uh, receiver and coming up and making tackles. So they, that, that's been a formula that's worked really well this second half, and I, I look to them to continue to do that. I am, from an Argo perspective, just hoping that the words don't jump the pump have been preached on the sidelines. They have been very aggressive in the secondary, and it's worked for the most part. But when you when you get overly aggressive, sometimes it backfires. So we'll see what happens here. But they played exceptionally well tonight. Seven of the sixteen of uh, the twenty points from Winnipeg came on a pick six. First down to the forty yard line after the field goal. Argos are in a forty front, and it's run for Oliveira. He gets hit at the forty and falls forward to the forty three, almost to forty four. So it'll be a long six on second down. There it is. It's, uh, it's a big time down right now for the Argos. Right now, this is the punting situation, so you stop them now, you get the ball back. But any further, a first down eats at the clock and increases likelihood they get in the field goal range. So you want to stop them here, give yourself as much time as possible on that clock and limit damage on that score uh, scoreboard. Bombers have really tried to go laterally today and tried to spread yeah. out the Argo defense. Maybe they're due for a shot deep. We'll see what happens here. Argo's good at reacting to that. Back to pass is Kolaris. Under pressure, steps up. He's going to take off. Ah, no, he is, and now he is again. He's going to get hit, but he's going to die for the first down. Only the third time he's run all season. The second time tonight, and it's going to be a first down for the Bombers. As the secondary did its job, there was nobody open. Yeah, defensive end Robbie Smith slipped a couple times on that play. Allowed Zach Kolaris to get a little bit more time to rush this ball, but 
You know, that's the thing about Zach Caleros. You know, he's an older quarterback now. He doesn't rush as much as he used to, but when he needs to, in fourth quarter situations, do or die situations, he's not afraid to do it. See if the Argo fans can dial up some noise here. First and 10 from the Bomber 52. They have a first and 10, 406 left. 2016 Winnipeg. Again, they try to go laterally, and it's dropped as they want once again to Greg McRae, who has been pretty busy tonight. Oh, yeah. Considering he didn't have a touch coming into tonight's game. You know what they're doing? He's replacing all the Nick Dembski touches. And uh, Nick Dembski, as CFL fans know, explosive Canadian receiver. Gets the ball in his hands, a ton of speed. McRae... It, it, it is, it has yeah. been put in those same type of situations and trying to replace the productivity from that. Four from the, targets, three catches, minus five yards tonight for McRae, so it hasn't worked. No. Second down and 10 from their own 51 and change, almost 52. Three-man front, Argos drop everybody else. Kolaris is going to roll and roll and scramble and throw and get the first down along the sideline. Looking for Schoen, uh, and he makes the catch. And again, the Bombers move the sticks. Yeah, that's this is a product of time and Zach Lewis extending the play second after second after second. This play is shut down, but, you know, the more time that goes by, DBs lose sight of their receivers. The guy sneaks on the sideline, and Zach Lewis is able to find him. And now it's a first down, and now the Argos, you might want to think about bringing pressure and creating a, a negative play here because they are getting really close to field goal territory, and uh, three points are still in the game. And you want to limit to that, but seven really kills you. Argos only have one timeout left, so they will probably not take one before the three-minute warning. Polaris, ground game. Oliveira jumps off one, and he's going to kick it outside and not get very far. It was Tavares McFadden who came up and made the tackle with exactly three minutes left. It's a gain of five, second and five. Huge play coming up don't miss it come back it's a four-point lead for the bombers with three minutes left it's argo football on tsn 1050 oh we're down to the three minute warning winnipeg 20 toronto 16 bombers are in field goal range it'll be a long one for legio 47 his long of the year is 45 he hasn't missed one all year he's two for two tonight nine for nine on the year Oh, they're torturing me with Sweet Caroline again. Where do you sit on Sweet Caroline? I don't think every, have an opinion. Every, I don't think every sporting event needs Sweet Caroline. I yeah. mean, I know the Boston Red Sox do it. Yes, just, they did just, it first. Let them have just it. Just keep it there. <laughs> How about that? Let them have it. This, you can have it. It's all yours. It's a cool thing for them. Or the Rangers did it in hockey, I think, first. You can have it. Yeah. Nobody else do it. Whoever did it first, thing. keep it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Second down and five from the 39-yard line. Ball on the left hash mark. Bombers moving from right to left. Huge play for the Argo defense. They're going to put four on the on the defensive line. We'll see if they bring extra pressure. Kolaris, back to pass. They bring four. He goes on a crossing route, has a man. It is good for the first down to Ellingson who was brought down at the 21-yard line, and now time has become a factor. It wouldn't have been much of a factor had they have made that play, but they didn't as Ellingson just ran a post, and it worked. First and 10 from the 20. This is why defensive coordinators hate bringing pressure because, like, guys, any kind of 
anytime the pressure is picked up, you have less people on the back end to defend. And if the quarterback is savvy as Zach Lurz can hang on to the ball an extra second, guys come wide open. Uh, Greg Ellison does that. Savvy better. Knows where the holes are in the defense when pressure is there. Does that clutch catch for them when it puts Winnipeg in a great position? They'll probably try to run the clock out here. At the 21, double tights in. Oliveira is behind Kalaris. They're not going to disguise what they're doing. Oliveira brought down immediately at the 19-yard line. I might call my timeout here if I'm Ryan Dinwiddie. And they do. Good use of their last timeout. Stops the clock and forces Winnipeg to convert on second and eight from the 19-yard line. Yep, you force them to three. Still very much in this game. And as it be three down territory for the rest of the game. So, you know, you know the situation. You know what needs to be done. And, and it's still a one-score game if you can keep right. them to the field goal. See if you can score a touchdown, force overtime, or go for two. Yep. A little MJ. Much better than Sweet Caroline. <laughs> So it's a second down, and we'll call it eight from the 19-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Bombers will send three receivers to the near side, two up top to the boundary. Argos in a 30 front. This has not been too successful for them tonight. We'll see what they can do here. They flush Caleros out. Is he going to run? No, he stops. He runs back the other way, and he's sacked at the 25-yard line. There you go, Priester. Robert Priester, the former bomber, makes the play, puts the pressure on the bomber's field goal unit. Not a long kick, but a longer kick. It'll be a 32-yard field goal. And the Argos will have a chance to tie this game in the last two minutes. Legio, as mentioned, is 9 for 9 this season. He's missed two, though, from the 32-yard line in terms of converts. And this is from the 32-yard line. So... If there's anything in his head about the 32-yard line, and if there's something in his head about Sean Oakman standing <laughs> in the middle of the defensive line at six foot nine, snap, good hold, kick is up, got it. Three more for Legio from the 32, and the Argos need a touchdown here with a minute 38 left. Enough time. This is CFL. The clock stops after every play. More than enough time. You just have to be efficient. You know, the Argos have been used to this situation because they've been playing pretty much with a ton of tempo this entire second half. So, you know, if anybody's used to this, it's them. Here, just got to execute. And here's an advantage they have in a, in, a, in a case like this where we are right now. We've talked about it. What are the Argos loaded with? Possession receivers. Yeah. What do you want? Guys who are going to get open, yep. you don't need 75 yards in one play. Yep. You need eight, you need seven, you need five, you need 12. That's what you need. And you've got a running back who, if you get too cute with the receivers, has 20 carries for 103 yards and can also catch the ball out of the backfield. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens here. Olette goes back with Isaiah Wright, who may want to atone for a dropped punt. He almost lost last time he touched the football. He'll stand at the 14-yard line. Legio tees it up on the left hash mark. Argo's going, well, the, the breeze has left the telltale's limp on the south side of the stadium, the direction the Argos are heading. It's a low-line drive. It's going to be right coming up and taking it at the 20 to the 25 to the 30. He'll cut to the middle of the field, back out to the side, and take it to the 40 to the 45 to the 49. 
Where are they going to mark it? They will mark it at the 49-yard line. So for the Argonauts, 61 yards in 92 seconds. Certainly doable. Time not a factor at all right now for the Argonauts. Three down territory the entire way. Just about execution from this point forward. You don't need to force it. Just get forced downs. Bethel Thompson has settled down since the first two picks of this game on the first two series. Won a pick six, which is the difference in this game. Bethel Thompson over the middle. Has a man across midfield. He's got speedy B to the 47-yard line. First down Argos. To the 42-yard line. They need 42 yards in 87 seconds. Clock will start on the snap. Or on the whistle command, sorry. Back to pass, Bethel Thompson throws it out near side. Has a man of the 35 to the 34. Staying inbounds is Tavares Daniels. A gain of eight yards with him at 18 left. Just about execution. Uh, you know, Mikhail Beth Thompson has been in this situation the entire game. Going tempo, throwing quick outs, throwing the ball where it needs to be. He just needs to continue that right here. 34 yards in 78 seconds. Clock moving. Andrew Harris up the A-gap, bounces off one, bounces off two. He's got the 31. He's got the first down with a minute nine left. And running plays aren't out of the question at this point in the game. Enough time. uh, Clock stops after every play. Andrew Harris can still be a big factor even at this point of the game. 31 and a half yards to get in 69 seconds. It's an Argo first down on the right hash mark. Three receivers up top. Banks and Devaris Daniels come to the near side. Bombers blitz. They read it, it perfectly. Dump it, it to is. the far side. Here's Adams. There it is. 25 of the 20. Down to the 18-yard line. It's a first down in the red zone for the Argos to the 17. Perfect play call for that situation. Winnipeg likes to bring your blitz when they feel you have a little bit of momentum. Catch them with a screen pass to Ambles. Does a great job eluding defenders and getting up north and south. Three receivers to the near side. Two up top. Again, the Bombers bring pressure. Bethel Thompson has his man. It's Daniels down inside the 10-yard line. They'll mark him with a nine and a half. They will need a yard and a half for the first down with now, 50 seconds remaining. Great job by Mikhail Bethel Thompson. Staying in rhythm, doing exactly what he's been doing the entire game after those interceptions. And you'd love to see a guy you know, pick his team up after you know things aren't going so well. This is this kind of football. We talked about it, playing from behind, playing fast, playing with rhythm. Now it's time to put it in the end zone. Two yards to get on second down from just inside the 10-yard line. Harris time. He'll get the first down. He'll spin off one. He'll get inside the five-yard line. It's a first and goal from the three. Oh, he is jacked up right now. Oh, yeah, he's feeling it. He's over 100 yards. You knew he was going to have a big game today, but it's those little plays that you don't that add up at the end of a game, getting extra yards after you've already been contacted. First and goal. High snap. Bethel Thompson pulls it down. He's going to be tackled back at the 12-yard line. Again, a problem with the snap, and it's going to set up a second and goal from the 10. The snaps have been an issue the entire day, and that's the fifth one that's gone awry, and that's the worst time to have an Aaron snap when you're right on the doorstep. But now it's time to regroup. You're still on the 10-yard line. It's still three-down territory here. Bethel Thompson drops back, four-man rush, takes a look, throws, he gets hit as he throws it, it's incomplete, and flags, not one, but two. That's going to be pass interference at the one-yard line. This is a great job by McLeod Bethel Thompson, hanging on his back foot, waiting for Ambles to get open, and even though the defender was all over his back, 
if Bethal Ben Thompson doesn't get this ball off, it isn't called pass interference. Great job. Argos are in business. First down on the one. Here's Andrew Proof. Defensive pass interference. Winnipeg number 38. The ball will be placed at the two-yard line. Automatic first down. Donald Rutledge Jr., the guilty party, and the Argos are up under center. Harris asking for quiet. He'll stand to the right of McLeod Bethel Thompson. Ball on the right, hash mark. Play action. Bethel Thompson rolls to the right. Here he dumps it off. Touchdown. Argos score. It's Marquise Ambles, and they're within a point of tying it up with 25 seconds left. McLeod Bethel Thompson is saying, let's go for two. Coaches are saying the kicking team out there, he wants to win it right now. But let's go, Argos. Because what do you expect McLeod Bethel Thompson to do other than roll out on a first and goal? So Beattie comes out from the 32-yard line with an all-important extra point with 25 seconds left. Argos count everything up. Jake Reinhardt is the long snapper. John Haggerty, the backup punter, is the holder. The right-footer Beattie sets himself up, does this little twist to open up his hips. Snap is good. Hold is up. Kick is up. Missed it. He missed it left. He missed it left. A little bit of karma after what happened with Montreal a week ago or two weeks ago, I guess. Man. 25 seconds left. The onside team will come on. And BD can't believe it. A man who was was money last year. Oh, boy. He can't believe it. He's mouthing to himself. Come on, man. Take a look. Snap was good. Hold was good. Laces out. Wasn't moving. Kicked it low. Rose was coming in. I don't know if that distracted him at all, but he knew it. So now... Mickey Donovan, we'll see what he dialed up as the defensive coordinator, or as the special teams coordinator. Oh, boy. I guess a little bit of karma, huh? After all of the missed kicks in this building by other teams, we yeah. saw Hamilton Domagala hit the upright. BC had problems multiple times last year. And then this year. Cote missing the 21-yarder at the end. And most of the kicks down that way. Wind wasn't a factor at all. It's 32 yards. Wind is blowing straight in. There was no cross breeze at all. He just missed it. So the onside kick attempt will come. They'll tee it up on the 30-yard line. They practiced about... Ten different versions of this on Saturday at Centennial. And we'll see what they can do here. BD's very good at getting the ball high. Argos have four receivers out wide on the far side of the field. They'll be joined by four more in motion. It's a high kick. Might be a bit far. It is caught by the Bombers, and that'll do it with 25 seconds left. Oh, boy. What a tough one today against the three-time, or the 3-0, two-time defending champs. 
Argos found themselves down 17-0, and it will be a missed extra point that will cost them this time around. 23-22. After being down 17-0, the Argos roared back just a bit short. And Kolaris will come out under victory formation for the Bombers, who will go to 4-0. and oh. The Argos drop to 1-2. and two. And next up, touchdown Atlantic. On the 15th, I believe, is the date. 16th in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Clock running with 11 seconds left. Kolaris can just let it run down to zero. They'll snap and escape with a one-point victory. And there it is. Final score, uh, 23-22. Bombers win. Now, the question that will be asked by a lot of people, should they have gone for two? No. No, at home, you know, coming back from 17 down, you know, usually on the road, you say that throughout the road, but at home, you know, you take the tie. And you, you, you assume at that point you've got all the momentum. If it was a road game, I would say no. You, you, you absolutely go for two. But at home, the rule of thumb is you, you know, take the points and you live to play another. And again, another you had all the momentum in the world. Everything was going the Argos' direction. After the first two turnovers, man, they played well. After those first two, the final score or the, the score after that was 22-6. to six. But they just got down too much too early. And... The two turnovers that Winnipeg turned into 14 points on the first couple of possessions turned out to be too big of a hill for the Argos to climb out of, although they came within an extra point, a conversion, and Boris, as soon as he hit it, knew. Like, as soon as he hit it, knew. There's some positives from this game. The defense played extremely well. Physicality, uh, communication on the back end. Uh, Up front, they're getting pressure before. Offensively, if they can play with Temple every single game and, you know, put together their effort like this, they're going to be fine, right? And eliminate the turnovers. Three in the first half is going to kill you half. against a team like that. Exactly. And that's the difference that we talked about in the pregame. Winnipeg has only turned the ball over three times. They played three games. Toronto played two and turned it over seven, including three days. So ten in three games. That's not going to cut it. And Toronto, when you, when, you, uh, when you talk about Winnipeg and how well that defense had played coming into this game, what was it, 29 or so consecutive uh, series without giving up a touchdown? Right, yeah. Argos put up 426 yards in offense tonight against Winnipeg's 275. Yeah. Uh, rushing, the Argos had 112 yards as opposed to Winnipeg's 60. Passing, McLeod Bethel-Thompson had 314 yards as opposed to Zach Kolaris, 215. Yeah. So the one... The one that gets you every time, four turnovers by the Argos, a fumble, two interceptions, and downs. I guess they ruled that play by Speedy Banks a uh, fumble as opposed to an interception. The one on the goal at the five-yard line that bounced up. That had to be an interception. It had to be an interception. But never, the, right, never... now the, uh, right now, McClaw Bethel Thompson charged with two interceptions Yeah, and the one on down. So they turned the ball over four times. And if you do that against a team like Winnipeg, never gonna win. that ain't going to happen. And it doesn't get much easier. So now they've got home-and-home home with Saskatchewan coming off uh, the loss to Montreal, but uh, a rather impressive win 
over the Alouettes last week. You have any parting words? Any words of wisdom? You know, after a performance like uh, the one in BC and the first half tonight, it could have got ugly really fast. But there's some high character guys in that room to be able to come back against the defending two-time champions and put together a second half like they did. There's a lot of great signs. Obviously, the win is the most important thing. They didn't get it tonight, but there's a lot of great signs going forward. A lot of things to be encouraged by, especially defensively. I love the effort they put together coming after a disappointing effort uh, loss. And offensively, they show they can move the ball. It can be fun once again in the rhythm. So lots of great things to, to look forward to uh, in the future in the future, in the upcoming season for the Toronto Argonauts. A turnover inside the five killed them and the missed extra point. There are points right there left on the board. Can't do that against the peg. No. Uh, that's going to do it from uh, here at BMO Field tonight. Final score 23-22 for Winnipeg. J.P. Ricciuto here at uh, BMO Field and Luca Moya back at Agent Court. Thank you, gentlemen, for making uh, all of the engineering magic happen tonight. Next game for the Argos comes from Wolfville, Nova Scotia on July 16. It's a 2 o'clock game, and we'll have it for you here on TSN 1050. For the entire crew, we wish you good night from BMO Field.